Welcome. Welcome. Cats, C-A-T-S, and appropriate music. It's the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research. This is all about research that makes people laugh, then think. If you like what you hear today, consider supporting us at our website, improbable.com. Now, here's psychologist Jean Burko Gleason. What's the title of this? The title of this is Cats Prefer Species-Appropriate Music. Cats Prefer Species-Appropriate Music. Yes. And you've only just seen this a few minutes ago. That is correct. As is our usual practice. That's right. It was written by several people, Charles T. Snowden, David Ty, and Megan Savage. And they are in the Department of Psychology at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and in the School of Music at the University of Maryland at College Park. And this was published in 2015 in a journal called Applied Animal Behavior Science. Right. Dramatically read for us, if you will, the passage here at the very beginning. We have developed a theoretical framework that hypothesizes that in order for music to be effective with other species, it must be in the frequency range and with similar tempos to those used in natural communication by each species. Let me interrupt you. Is that a question that you've ever wondered about? No, but it's, it's a <laughs> That's it's enough. A That's enough. You've answered my question. No, no. Oh, okay. No. Okay. All right. Now, all right. now do you have any thoughts about that? I think this makes good sense. After all, you know, how about playing music to a dog that a dog can't hear? It's got to be an arranger here. It's got to be something that's kind of familiar to you. Onward. What do they say then? Okay. Are we going onward? We are going onward. We onward used, is how we're and where we're going. We have used this framework to compose music that is species appropriate for a few animal species. We created species appropriate music for domestic cats and tested this music in comparison with music with similar affective content composed for humans. Are you intrigued? Yes, I think it's neat. It's neat to make cat music. Skip over to the next page where they give some detail about the cats. Okay, here's what they did. You want to know what their subjects were? Yeah. Okay, we tested... That means they tested. They tested. 47 domestic cats in their homes with their owners present. Cats ranged in age from five months to 19 years with a mean of 5.78 years. The cats represented a wide range of breeds as well as mixed breeds. 27 cats were males and 20 were females and all had been neutered or spayed. That seems like a pretty good range of cats to you. Yes, yes. Um, they were most of the cats were housed indoors only, but you know, some of them were allowed out. So now you want to know the results or not? Okay, here are the results. Cats showed significantly more orient and approach responses to music composed for cats than to music composed for humans. Any surprise but, there? No, I think it makes good sense. You know, cats will listen to cat music. Response have, latencies were significantly. Well, wait, 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 before you go, have, have you heard much? music that was composed for cats? No, in fact, I would love to hear it. I wish we had a little recording along with it. Do you know for sure that you could hear it? 
I think probably I could. It might be unless, inaudible unless, to humans. Unless it was extremely high frequency, in which case, uh, you know, especially as you get older, you lose your high frequencies. Mm-hmm. That's the major thing that happens to people is they lose their hearing. They lose the high frequencies. And men go first, I'll tell you that. Pardon me? I say men lose their hearing, the, the high frequencies in their hearing before women do. Ah, you have a nice deep voice. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So you want to know response latencies? Oh, yes. We're significantly short. What, what, are, what are response latencies? Um, responding. You know, the, the latency is how long it takes before you perk up and look and pay attention and look happy. Is so that how you respond to music? Uh, frequently, if it's Vivaldi. What if, no, what, if, what if it's some music you don't like? Oh, then I hate it. Then I hate it and I clutch my chest. What, what if, happens to your response latency when it's music you don't like? Uh, it's pretty fast. It's pretty fast. Huh. What I really hate in music is sort of repetitive stuff. You know, so many, so many online things have, have little things that go in circles, you know, like they just keep repeating themselves and it makes me crazy. Is there any song that makes you crazier than any than all others? Just repetitive stuff. I just don't like things that repeat. Any, I don't any, like things that have a lot of drums in them that keep repeating the same drum sound. Over how do you over. like How do you like Frere Jaco? Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, that repeats endlessly. I know, but it's harmless. It doesn't. It doesn't make your chest hurt. All right. Let's continue with this. Okay. So the response latencies were significantly shorter. The music composed for cats and the human music. A regression analysis showed that the age of the cat influenced the results with a cubic trend with age explaining the most variance. Could you translate that into plain language? I have no idea what cubic trend is. I don't do that kind of statistics. But apparently there's a difference between older and younger cats. Well, it might be that the older cats also, like the humans, are losing the ability to hear the highest frequencies. That may be. That may be. And for some styles of music composed for cats, it might be that all the fun stuff is happening in the highest frequencies. Well, right. Or that there's something about the um, about the, the rhythm that just doesn't get you when you get a little older. You know, I mean, yeah, if you're you a may cat. lose your response, your responsivity to certain cat cadences. Anyway, there was no relationship between the age of the cat and response to human music. Now, you have a cat. I do. Have you noticed in any orderly way the response of your cat, Foster, to music? I haven't, but you know, it's an interesting idea. He he certainly is attentive to human voices, and he's attentive to his own name. Sound is important to him, and our sounds are important to him. So it would be fun to see if we could intrigue him with something have you never sung to him oh god no i don't sing to anybody i can't <laughs> sing i can't carry it to and he never sings to you no he's a he's not a he's not a very talkative cat he's a very quiet cat huh. he says little tiny things but he's well, not a know. lot of singers are pretty shy not very talkative yeah but he's not shy at all he's very friendly with everybody but he doesn't say much not to the bunnies no. Oh, not the poor bunnies. I, I will say that. But there anyway. may be some people listening who are not familiar with. I don't want them to know about the bunnies because we love the bunnies. They're pure. Oh. They're innocent. What is it that you don't want them to know? about? I the don't bunnies? want them to know that Foster does terrible things to bunnies. We don't, let's not talk about bunnies. Let's talk about the study of cats. Okay. But now that you've opened the door that way, people are going to be imagining all kinds of things far more horrible than any reality. 
No, no, it couldn't be more horrible because, you know, the bunnies end up non-existent. So, you know, there's nothing more horrible than not surviving. Parts so, of them continue to exist. Let, let us, let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. So let's yeah. just give their conclusions here. Okay. 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 Give the conclusions, please. Okay. The study on cats also supports our previous work with cotton top tamarinds. Tamarinds are? Little monkey-like creatures. Uh-huh. Have you ever worked with tamarinds? No, but they're darling. I've seen them in the zoo, basically. Uh-huh. Anyway, where we showed that tamarinds were generally indifferent to human music, but responded appropriately to music that was composed in the frequency range and with the tempos that were common to their vocal communication. This contrasted sharply with the findings of McDermott and Hauser, 2007, with the same species, which used only human-based music and concluded that because tamarins preferred silence to either Mozart or heavy metal, they were indifferent to music. So that's, uh-huh. a, that's a very good conclusion. That, that's, that's neat that they showed that. But anyway, okay. but anyway, it shows that people came to a conclusion that tamarins are not interested in music at all because they just play two kinds of human music. But if you play tamarin-based music, they, they'd like it. So that's mm-hmm. nice to know, isn't it? To what degree do you feel confident that this is true? I feel pretty good about it. I mean, it, it sounds like it was a nice study, and it sounds like they had a good idea. They, they said, you know, why are we playing people music when we could play music that incorporated some of the features that we know are of interest to cats or cats? Are you musing now about getting some cat music for your cat? I wouldn't mind. I think it would be fun to have cat music. You, and perhaps your cat, have been listening, if you've been listening, to a genuine episode of the Improbable Research podcast. Psychologist Jean Burko Gleason and her cat, who chose to be silent, joined us today. I invite you to subscribe to the magazine, The Annals of Improbable Research, six new issues a year. Get yourself some back issues, too. Also get lots of details about the Ig Nobel Prizes, upcoming coming events, what's in the magazine, and about how you can help and be part of it via our Patreon. All this at our website, improbable.com. It's possible that Seth Glicksman is the improbable production assistant. Next time on this podcast, we're going to look at something or other. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) 